Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Sport of It's episode 51. I'm your host, John Marthauer. With me here in in the studio, by which I mean the dining room, is Stu. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? Uh, down in Cannon Falls, as always, is Clarence. What's up, fuckers? And Brandon's in Dallas, in front of his modern art, like usual. I don't know why we always mention that, you can't see it. This video, love art. <laughs> and joining us this week, who, I'm not sure she knows what she's getting into, Star Tribune... College basketball writer, gopher basketball writer, Amelia Reno. I was warned by Rand. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Don't you believe anything he has to say? He said, I think his exact words were, it will get weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that that's is fair. the sportive promise that's right there. Guys, <laughs> yeah, that's guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think we can agree with that. Uh, yeah. We, we, we started a tradition of interrogating the guest, doing a guest interrogation. We tend to do it after nobody's listening anymore, so we're, we're going to do it first this week. Brandon's got his standard list of guest interrogation questions, and we're going to start with those, just to try to ease into this thing. Like dip our toe under the water, so to speak. I, yeah, let's go with dip our toe in the water, Stu. We'll, we'll, let's go with that. Okay. Yeah, that, that's that's. I feel good. like I need maybe a sip of my whiskey for this. That's a good <laughs> idea. Oh, look, okay, we can quick go over. Uh, what uh, are you drinking? A bourbon? I'm drinking a rye. Nice rye. My liquor house, my liquor cabinet, uh, rye of choice. Excellent. Very good for the price. Can you describe right. the bourbon in any way? Is it oaky? <laughs> Is it smooth? Cherry. It, it's very smooth, and I have just. A little bit of bitters in it as well. Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of my drink. Uh, ice cube or no ice cube? Kind of like an old-fashioned, just minus the sugar. Yeah. yeah. Cool. No ice cube or? I I had an ice cube, and then it melted, and then I put it in the freezer, and now I kind of have like a rye slushy. Nice. I like yeah. Improvise. Excellent I don't know a thing one about bourbon. Nor do I. No, Amelia, you have to... Like, if you want to have, like, an alcoholic drink, you have to have, like, a bourbon because I believe you have a gluten allergy. Is that correct? I do, but they, they actually make, well, <laughs> wine is fine, liquor is fine, all liquor is fine, 
and they make a lot of gluten-free beers now. Some of them are actually pretty good, too. Like Widmer Brothers, they make a Hefeweizen maybe you guys have heard of. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They just started making the um, Omission, so they make like an IPA. I have had Omission. That is I the one I've had. I actually had Omission That's as well. Yes, it's a good beer. It's not a bad beer. Yeah. Is it, it good omission. compared to regular beer good or good compared to like non-alcoholic beer good? You know, <laughs> what I missed is they don't know how to make like a stout or a porter oh. or dark beers like that. They can't do. But they've gotten pretty good at IPAs and stuff like that. Just overhop it. And I mean, there's other grains you can use that are pretty good, but you've got to have... I don't know. I don't know what it is about. I don't know anything about making beer. I don't know what it is about stouts and porters, but that food science just doesn't exist yet. Which is a shame because stouts and porters shame. are about it's the best things you yep. can get in as far as the beer goes. And our John and I, at least, are of that opinion. Uh, I don't know. Yep. I'm not so convinced. I'm. I'm IPA is my favorite, but then when you just no. all of a sudden are cut off, you know, from dark beers. Yeah, that'd be hard. You miss it. I'm making yeah. up. For you don't know what you I'm got until it's gone. Exactly. I'm drinking it's all your gluten. <laughs> I'm, I'm, don't worry about the gluten. I'm, I'm taking up all your gluten that you're missing out on. I'll, yeah. I'm eating it all and Good. drinking it all. I was wondering all. where so, it's going. Yeah, we don't want a gluten He's got this tub of gluten right eat by his mouth. Eating my belly is Clarence is actually yep. just eating a loaf oh. of bread right now from one of the other. place, and I say, can I have extra gluten? And yeah, not Just give me a bowl of gluten and a spoon, and I'm happy. Yep. Clarence is eating a spaghetti sandwich as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guest interrogation. Go, Brandon. Yes, go, Brandon. My first one isn't going to make any sense, I don't think. I don't really understand what gluten is. But anyway, the question (laughs) is... uh, (laughs) The question is cake or pie? Um, Cake. It would be pie, but I can't eat pie anymore. That's a first person. You don't have to apologize to Brandon. No stout beer and no pie? Pies are just harder to do. Yeah. Textures that are like multiple different textures, like you and the crispy on the outside and kind of soft on the inside, that's the harder stuff to do. But I will say that my sweet southern mother, who is an amazing baker, has like totally delved into making gluten-free stuff, and so she'll occasionally send me. She hasn't done me a pie yet, though. A mother's love. Maybe I'll bug her about the pie thing. She hasn't sent me one. (laughs) Bugger about that she's doing thing, this yeah. all of she's doing this all out of love anyway, and a bugger for the, what she's not think doing. About it. You, you know, you create expectations and then. Well, we don't. We keep the bar pretty low. Really low. Low. Yep. That's our that's our goal. Can't even see it. No. Um. Okay. What do you think is the most underrated movie? The most underrated movie of all time. Sure. Yep. I don't have an answer for that. The most Pass? underrated movie of all time. Yep, in your estimation. I'm not. A, I'm not enough of a movie buff for this. <laughs> all right, just say Tombstone. <laughs> oh, oh. I think Tombstone is properly rated, not underrated. No, it was. It was. Uh, no, not, no, it Marisol. was a bomb when it came out. I mean, they didn't, it was a bomb. They didn't, they didn't even preview it for yeah. critics because. But was, who doesn't like Tombstone? Well, it was a million goddamn dollars over budget, and Jason Priestley was in it, so yeah. nobody cared. I mean, and then Val Kilmer just shows up being weird for the whole movie, yep. but he's weird and awesome, so it kind of got properly rated over time. But it's still underrated. 
It would took you say a while, it's still, just like yeah. in my space. opinion. Remember, that was a bomb too. Office Space was a bomb. Yeah, yeah. Office yeah, Space no, had to cost a dollar and a half to make, though, and it looks it yeah, too. It looks absolutely like it cost a dollar. Office Space was a bomb at the time. Yeah, and becomes a cult classic. Yeah, like you know, it was on HBO like forty times a day, and people's like, "Oh, this is great." Why didn't I see it in the theater? Because it was only in the theater for two weeks. All right, I'm going to go with Office Space. There we go. Oh, good one. Good. That's a good one. Yep. Would you consider the Big Lebowski overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Properly. Mm. Properly rated? I, yes. I think possibly, if anything, overrated. And I really yes. like... All right, this, this podcast I like is it, done. but it's gotten to such a <laughs> no, point. She's, she's three for three. That's good. Good start. Ugh, I, I mean... I've okay. never seen it, so I can't... Part, you can't <laughs> say it's underrated, because it's not possible for it to be underrated. No. Yeah, at no so point is the Big Lebowski underrated. It's overrated. Yeah, that's true, I but like I still the think... The amount of attention that it gets... Probably when not. you have a festival every year for your movie, then yeah, you're probably you're no longer underrated. It's impossible to be underrated. If anything, it's just John Chuckman taking it from rule. underrated to overrated. He did it all by himself. He actually is pushing it, pushing the needle past the past the midpoint on that one. All right, keep going, Brandon. All right, what's your favorite condiment? Sriracha. Yes. Good. Oh, Perfect. Oh, no. Fantastic. I'm back on board. Oh. Um, what is your favorite guilty pleasure song? Um. This has got to be embarrassing. Remember, guilty pleasure. You got to feel pretty bad. Yeah, about you got to feel a lot of shame when you announce this answer. All right. I'm feeling a lot of shame for this. Okay. But I was a pretty big Hanson fan in my day. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, Mbop oh, is a great no, song, no. and I agree. It is a great I, song. I, I really think that they got too much crap because they were in this boy band category, and they really didn't fit. I mean, they wrote their songs, they, they played, played their, their instruments, instruments. yeah, organized. Yep, they were that's reasonable. Yeah, Mbop yep. is a great song. And that's, the hair. Well, I I will go to my graves, and that's a really, really, really good pop song. Is okay. this happening right now? I don't yeah. know, man. This yeah. is this is now. We're not interrogating her at all. <laughs> I'm defending her choice of guilty pleasures, and I, I wouldn't even say that's a guilty pleasure song. I think it's a legitimately. I mean, Lindsey Buckingham would be happy to call that song his own. Are you sure? Listen to it again. I agree. Listen to how, so, listen to how the chords are. This is it's an ideal pop song. But it's called Mbop. So high right now. No. There's a song called Three My years. Sharona. These guys were like 14 when they wrote that. I mean, you exactly. have to appreciate. Too, just the the actual catchability of it. It's a very catchy song. Three of I like catchability about this yes. at all. The catchability is like a Joe Theismann word. I have to defend myself. <laughs> that's true. You know? this yeah, that's true. That this isn't you know something I would normally announce to people. But that's worse. okay. No, that's the I whole point of the interrogation. I honestly would have bet on Stu sitting in my living room watching and making knowledgeable comments about cricket with me before I would have thought he'd be sitting here defending Mbop as one of the he keeps you on your very toes, good man. pop songs. I believe I can, I can bring the CD single of Mbop. I believe I have that in storage somewhere. I, I the have single? That. the no, not the cuss single because I don't think they had the cuss <laughs> singles in the late nineties. But I do have the they CD. absolutely had really? the singles oh, in the they late nineties. Definitely and, did. Yes, so I, I know I. Have that sitting around somewhere, so I, I have I have proof that I was on the Hanson bandwagon. I would love a the Hans single of Mbop. If any of our listeners have it, I would love if you could send that to Rand, Dude, and who, he'll get it to your, us. Uh, favorite Hanson brother, uh, Taylor. Obviously, yeah. God, he's come a, on. Great cheekbones for one. 
It's horrible. <laughs> this podcast is over. Well, I believe... Um, uh, uh, Zach, uh, was, Zach was like 12, and he kind yeah. of scream song. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. And then, like, Isaac, was he the oldest? I believe Isaac yeah, was the he, oldest. His voice was not he had great. the guitar, and he was, like, trying to, you know, be the cool, you know, older brother type. They but, let him ooh. in because he was a, he was a related. But yeah, Taylor had the high cheekbones, and they had the good voice. And, you great know, voice. So. Great voice. John is just looking at me with murder in his eyes right now, by the way. I don't even know what is happening here. <laughs> I'm going to go up and get another beer, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next question before I lose my eyesight in one eye. All right. Next question is, what's the most embarrassing outfit you've ever worn? Mm. I'm guessing this is also Hanson related. <laughs> no, I never dressed up as a Hanson brother. Um, most embarrassing outfit. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe, maybe a Hooters outfit. <laughs> oh, is this a part-time job currently? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, I mean, I know the newspaper industry is, costume? you know, a little wibbly, but. Costume. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Not something really that anyone, and it's kind of amazing actually. They still wear those. It hasn't adapted. You know, it's the one of. The, they haven't changed the socks. They haven't changed like the whole eighties look. They haven't. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been to Hooters in a while, but they're not like even the McDonald's people. Every couple of years, the people at McDonald's right. They change the smocks. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The yeah, dude, the dude on the, fry the, duty always has a new smock every three years. Maybe it's sort of cheerleader thing that never goes out of yeah. style. No, it's just I'd one of the. Uh, to wager the uh, clientele of Hooters is not asking for a change in costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've done the surveys. About the socks? Is that what you're saying? I don't think so. Yeah, they're not. That's not where they're looking. It's just one of they're the immutable things about, about American culture. Yeah, there the Hooters so uniform many, and Dick um, Clark on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. You can set your watch to it. Um, there are so many uh, Hooters type restaurants down here that's a, that it's a whole category of of restaurants called restaurants in Dallas. Like there's what? restaurants everywhere. I swear to God, there's like they're not Hooters type establishments. Hooters type places. I went to a when I first moved down restaurants. here. Uh, restaurants. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a pun, Amelia. Category? Can you search this? I get it. Searchable. It's a real thing. <laughs> Even so I get it. Like the alternative newspaper down here, it'll be like a category on the sidebar of restaurants to choose from. When I first came down here, I had a friend, a co-worker, who was like, hey, do you want to come out for beers? I was like, yeah, I don't have any friends. I'd love to. And we went to this mm-hmm. place, and it was, girls were in, I'm not exaggerating, full bikinis servers. Full bikinis. Like skimpy, tiny, whatever. And this dude, that was his the thing. Food was he obviously, just... top notch, right? <laughs> can't remember. Can't remember what yeah. I had. No, yeah, just... he got the Coca Vine, and uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and that's what like that was what he did with his friends. They just were like, just perverts. It's the yeah, stupidest probably. thing I've ever been and to. I tell you what, the sear on that steak. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> it really it keeps uh, the it keeps the juices in. Yeah. And, Oh, this is getting let's yeah, that's inappropriate, Stu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amelia brought it up. Why you gotta work blue, Stu? I was talking about food. I was too. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Any <laughs> other God. reason people go Darn to it. restaurants <laughs> the second half of it. Yeah. The, All right, so <laughs> during this bizarro podcast, Stu has been defending pop music and Clarence has been Not calling the rest music, of us yeah. inappropriate. <laughs> so that's that's true. Yeah, I don't know, guys. What is happening? Um, okay, um, Amelia, the next one is, and I, you may have already answered this, but what is your uh, drink of choice if you can only have one drink 
the night. So like the very best of the best. Um, it would be definitely a rye. Am I? Is it a drink or just a liquor? Mmm, it's whatever you want. Either one. Yep. Okay. Um, in that case, I think. Mm, I think I'll just have a, a four roses. Yeah. That's just a good good rye. That's I, I'm whiskey. out of my element here, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. What's your um, hangover cure? Um. Well, actually, I have. I take ginkgo biloba twice a day, and I swear I don't get hungover anymore. Really? You just started taking ginkgo, but what? Ginkgo biloba, which it doesn't make sense. It's not supposed to be. It's for a lot of things, like mental health, and I've got Alzheimer's in my family, so... Oh, I would tell you were going to blame it on Rand. (laughs) 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 uh, I don't even have to deal with Rand that much anymore. Oh, okay. That's that's why she's been smiling. Good for you! (laughs) Just glowing right now. We keep inviting that idiot on the Um, podcast. But ever since I started taking it, Actually, I mean, I could I could do a commercial for this thing. So it's, a, it's just a like a vitamin, like a supplement okay. or something. Like a supplement, yeah. and um, you know how when you work a really long day and you're just tired and you just hit a wall, like don't hit walls, don't get hangovers. Right. I'm just like yeah, it's the magical. Are anyway, so so, so it's, it's you're so, talking about cocaine right yeah, now. Yeah. Right? Are you <laughs> sure this is ginkgo biloba? We're gonna do a study on it, and it's, it's gonna turn out. It's a side variation of cocaine. It's been speed huh. this whole time. It's just, it's it's I haven't huh? slept in three days. My teeth yeah. are falling. <laughs> Wait, this is methamphetamines. I'm taking methamphetamines. Ground all my teeth down to nubs. Sort of <laughs> a side effect. Heroin. I just want to dance all night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I love Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> but otherwise, otherwise though, I would just say a Bloody Mary and like an egg, bacon, and cheese sandwich. Yeah, Ooh. grease is really yeah. helpful. Yeah. I just want one of those right now. That's that's, that's what what from, from Eli's. That's key. Eli's or Eli's? Oh yeah, yeah. Good place. Which which Eli's? Um, okay, so you win the lottery. <laughs> what? Who? Who? What? Is that oh. a question, or are we just? I, I was just it? asking Billy which Eli's she was talking about. Oh, I oh. go downtown. Okay, just wanted to yeah. make sure because Eli's East is right by Legends, I think, in Northeast, right? Really? I think so. That's not east of the other Eli's. That's eh, east. Of, yeah, it is down. <laughs> it's maybe like east of downtown. Oh, uh, here we go. This is when it gets real good. This podcast. R.C. Ryback. <laughs> right here. Yeah. Bear in mind, I took the right. I, I I took the wrong exit off of ninety four, so I'm was late to the podcast, so yeah. never mind. All right, yeah. well, we'll argue about that later. Okay. Okay. We already uh, spent 10 yeah. minutes discussing where Miller, South Dakota was before the podcast started, so. It's by here yeah, So this is, you know, once again, our map podcast. Yeah. Sorry about All that, right. Amelia. All right, Amelia, you win the lottery. What is your dumbest, most extravagant purchase? Like I'm the- going to buy some extremely high-tech... Uh, Bigfoot expedition, expedition, nice uh, technology. I was so expecting you to have to bring it up. <laughs> Do we need to uh, just get into like, like a deer? Like a deer stand? I'm gonna have yeah, like, some uh, sort of hovercraft. Night vision goggles. Ooh, hovercrafts are awesome. Night vision oh, goggles. That sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot actually. of cameras set up, things like that. Like motion sensitive cameras. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a nice. fake deer walking around. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, the fake deer. When, you know, it's actually so basically, like, outside my window here is what you're talking about. I've got pretty much all that stuff outside my patio door right here. Just cause, in case the government's watching. <laughs> Who's asking, Brandon? Getting <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucking personal here. Did they send you? Did they send you? 51 Who episodes. And that? Brandon just blew his cover over that. Throws his computer in the garbage. Um, okay, so you're going to go down and hunt Sasquatch. Yeah, I think you can probably pay to find Sasquatch. I think if you're willing to spend the money... That's been the, the reason we haven't found him yet is because money. I think so. No one's, no one's willing to be as, as stupid as I would be. No one's oh, okay. willing to throw away where, would, but I am. Where, where is the top spot <laughs> in, the, in the world right now? If you, yeah, if you where could you gonna, spend that money, squatching? where do you really... In the Northwest. Yeah, so Oregon, Washington... Washington, I, Oregon, Idaho, Canada, a little bit around there. It's yeah. good. I would also hunt out the UP, I think, Upper Peninsula. There's got to be squatches up there. Oh. oh, I thought there was only one squatch. No, there's. Oh, it's, it's Brandon. Multiple. Read the literature. Short lesson. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah, please. I, I'm in. <laughs> Read the li- it is a species. Uh. They are believed to be be- believed by. Air quotes. Folks such as myself, to be a few thousand of them in the U.S. and uh, Canada. And Canada. And we just have a lot of shadowy photos, right? We actually have a lot of fairly substantial... I mean, there have been um, hundreds of hair samples that have gone to labs and come back as... Um, unknown primate. Or Eddie Rabbit. <laughs> unknown primate. But so they say it's, you know, it comes back inconclusive. Well, inconclusive just means that there's nothing in the database for it. And nothing in the database for it means there's a new species out there that we don't have cataloged yet. And it's a primate. And there's no primates that we know of yep. that hail mm-hmm. from. The great U.S. of A. There aren't yeah, any silverback gorillas wandering around Oregon. Now, what are the from, from one from zero to one hundred <laughs> percentage chance? What are the chances that they shaved a squatch? Somebody in the Pacific Northwest and just shaved a, a squatch, and it was deadlift shrimp. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to go with Randy Brewer or deadlift shrimp. He was starting. You know, for the supersonics. <laughs> is that is that po- plausible? Not a team anymore, theory? Clarence. I just invented that. That, else. that is a theory I haven't heard, but... Anything's no. possible. Anything's yeah, it's plausible. Possible. I'm floating it out there. No, we you should, can yeah, run with I, it. I, I really should know that. You put uh, it on the boards tomorrow. You feel free to run with it. That's yours. <laughs> yeah, put that on the forums. They'll love to hear that theory. I, sh- okay. I should... Um, uh, yeah, I'll put, I'll put that out there. I'm actually being so... <laughs> I kind of have two legions of followers on Twitter. The majority of them are obviously college basketball assholes. Then I have people who strictly follow me for Bigfoot information. Really? Like Bigfoot, Squats? Bigfoot like fan groups. I'm kind. Of, I'm actually more proud of that very small. <laughs> yes, as you should. I should. I should yeah, point out here. My daughter, my ten-year-old, is a huge Bigfoot yeah, believer, and uh, she. I'm, whenever you tweet about Bigfoot, I always make a point to say, "Hey, Amelia tweeted about Bigfoot again," and she's also, 
you know, for her birthday next year, wants to go on a squatch hunt. Yeah. So I mean, I I may have to tap you for info about this because she wants to go like a north. There's like I think in northern Minnesota you can like up by Bemidji or something you can do. Yes. Some stuff. Yes. So, okay. There are there I can there are squatches in northern Minnesota. I sure was there. In, well, that yeah. That. I was in. This <laughs> I've, is I've been to Fiordy Falls. <laughs> the most dangerous <laughs> I thing I've this. ever done <laughs> was. Uh, some some guys on Twitter reached out to me about <laughs> they lived in Kettle River. Well, it was really one one guy. <laughs> oh, his good friend, God. Lifetime oh, movies Jesus. start no, like this. Oh, <laughs> no. No, this is... oh no, I'm Helio Hussey. Oh God, you went. Oh my God. No, it turns out okay. <laughs> oh no, okay. well you're here, obviously, but I oh no, this worked out. You killed somebody, didn't you? Did you murder no. one of guys? Murdered a squatcher with a hammer. <laughs> anyway, I killed them. <laughs> On to the gophers. At the end. I remember this. So you went up there to Kettle River, and you wandered around this guy's farm. Yeah, and um, so, I mean, Kettle River is just basically like a series of farms and fields and empty land. And and poor decisions. (laughs) Okay, that's just everywhere in outstanding. Who was like, my pal, Farmer Bob... That's real. Uh-huh. I, I'm no, not I, I, we doing know him real. a name for the sake of anonymity. <laughs> he is Farmer Bob. And he's kind of like my uncle now. Okay. <laughs> I, I check in with him about gophers, and he like calls and tells me the Sasquatch stuff that's going on. Some development. Sign. Ready, ready the to sign the case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. He's, he's my adopted uncle, but he... Um, he <sighs> his family. Yeah. <laughs> That'll help. Um... So I, I, yeah, went up, went Sasquatch hunting with him, kind of, <laughs> and we didn't I'm... find anything. No sign. No, he didn't. But there, I mean, almost <laughs> anyone you talk to. But I woke up the next day with no memory of anything yeah. that happened, <laughs> and then I don't know what else after that. No, I brought I brought my ex boyfriend with me, so you know, could have been a lot worse. And a bunch of ginkgo <laughs> balabo. <laughs> Below by the shit out of him. I ran Below. home from there. <laughs> um, oh, it was no. fascinating. We like went and talked to all these people that had had Sasquatch um, experiences, and that's most of the people in Kettle River actually are Sasquatch believers. So how seriously are like are like how seriously do they take this? How much of their free time is spent thinking about old Squatchy? None. They don't think about it. It's just a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a part of who they are. Yeah. It's like breathing. No, you do think about breathing in I, I no. definitely think about Sasquatch more than they do, I think. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, you live in the woods and you have, like, you know, deer running around or whatever. You're not thinking about deer. You just know they're there. It's just hard Except deer. it's not a yeah. deer. It's a nine it's a, foot, eleven yeah. foot tall man. It's a guy dressed in. A Why is the guitarist from Soundgarden in this field? Wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Why it's is that singing Sunflower. <laughs> no misunderstood. Is can I ask how did this seed get uh, sown? How did you become uh, so interested in I the man ape? <laughs> <laughs> I originally, when you, I used to think also that there was only one Bigfoot, and I think that's what, when I first heard of the legend or whatever, 
And then sure. I, I read something that started talking about it as a species, and I just thought that was the most interesting thing imaginable if, if there is actually a group of people out there that really thinks that this highly intelligent you know, creature that is extremely similar to humans exists in the United States. And then the more I read into it, the more I felt like there's, this is a legitimate theory, something that should be taken seriously. This is the best That's 10 it. minutes in the history of the podcast. <laughs> it's fast. See, there's, there are no I don't know, like, how many people on Twitter think I'm kidding. And how many realize that I'm dead staring? Well, I've <laughs> uh, me as the converted. I think, I'll, I'll, I'll play along a little because you know a lot of us Bigfooters uh, aren't aren't very uh, well. Um, it's a tough thing free. to be a Sasquatch. You gotta have thick skin. Uh, yeah. You gotta yeah. have thick skin if you're gonna be a squatcher. I could and, I wait can a minute. Fully understand that. that show, you call yourself a Bigfooter. That's not a squatcher. Identify a bigfooter. Oh, squatcher's kind of racist, so we go with bigfooter. We go with bigfooter. Clarence, it's 2014. I meant, I meant nothing <laughs> I, by it. I will it. say <laughs> if I ever, if I ever saw, racist. if I saw a bigfoot, I would, I would quit my job and bigfoot full time. Sure. Wait, of course you would. If you saw one, you'd quit and continue bigfooting. Yeah. I don't I'm sorry, Bigfoot is a verb. That's a really good verb. Yeah, yeah, it is a good verb. Have you guys seen the show Finding Bigfoot? I watch it every yeah. weekend, Amelia. Okay. Absolutely. Is this a real yeah. thing? Yes, it's on it It's on Animal Planet at yes. 9 o'clock on Sunday nights. Hold on, it's on Animal Planet? On Animal yes. Planet. Yes. It's on mm-hmm. an, from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, and my daughter, what, she, we're in an agreement that she can stay up late to watch it on school There nights. are actually a lot of videos out there as well. It's not all just blurry pictures, but you just... Oh, it's oh there's so videos out there. Of men in bear costumes walking in woody areas. No, no, no that's just the stuff I no, masturbate these, to. These videos have been analyzed <laughs> for, for muscle and joint movement and... Uh, Sorry. This is a highly intelligent primate. It shouldn't be on Animal Planet. That actually is kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, they should deserve their own channel. They're better than animals. Someday. But anyway, Someday. yes. Uh, I, I have watched Don't many episodes of that because my daughter, again, is enthralled. How many well, times? Anyway, at one point I saw Bobo is like one Bobo! of the guys on that show. <laughs> and Bobo and I are kind of pals on Twitter now. No. Yes, you can't. are. Really? I have seen them interact <laughs> on Twitter before, and I just applaud. Shut it's up. Awesome. Really That's awesome. Holy cow. It really is. And Bobo that was a roadie for Sublime. <laughs> this no. is not a joke. He was, he was a roadie for the okay. for the Skyrock. That's what that, sublime. You guys can't true. just start making up stuff. No, you are making my life. I am not making that up. Yes. Bobo also invented the xylophone. Well, you can't just start making up facts and just like, oh, we're gonna actually that's gonna believe all we do on this podcast is make up facts. It's usually not that clever. Yeah, he's a roadie for sublime. Last year, that if I if I got him. NCAA tournament tickets that he was going to take me on one of the Finding Bigfoot show expeditions. But what, where is his special? Where what part of the universe is his specialty? He makes the Bigfoot calls. Oh, so he goes all over. They He's not just like the, yeah, they fly him in. They all do the thing. So it's but, like you know, Duck it's problematic. It's, sort of. it's problematic from the start because they've just got such a huge posse that they're never going to find a Bigfoot. No. Oh, you've got to be stealth. And, and they always yeah. back out when it gets really interesting, too. Have you ever seen that? Like, Oh, yeah. They get scared. They get to the point they where can't like, handle the, the truth. swamp gets deep and it's 
gets dark and they hear like some crunching of the leaves and they're like, well, I'm, I need to get that sandwich. How about you? Let's, let's, this is too deep. And they back out. You know what you need to do is recruit some of those guys who go noodling. You know, they stick their hands into cars. Hillbilly hand fishing? Those guys are fearless and they all weigh like eight pounds because they're all on meth. So they could be pretty quiet (laughs) in the woods. Well, let me ask you this, Amelia. My my family is lumberjacks. Maybe I'll hire my, when I win the lottery. That hire those my guys. Entire staff of noodlers. Can, can I ask? Staff of noodlers. My uh, my family. And there's your podcast. Been, uh, there you go. In northern Minnesota near Bemidji, they've been lumberjacks since the late 1800s throughout northern Minnesota. Are we trying if to anybody, one up each other with yeah, less? We're just making less, stuff up wait, now. So they should. Uh, less Mike, I have a question here, family family just, of I have, a, I have a, a legitimate question here. What are they? Do- if anybody would have seen a Sasquatch in Minnesota, it would be my family. They've been in the woods for 120 years here in Minnesota in the most remote, remote portions of Minnesota. Logging are trees. Are they in large groups? No, they they work alone. They're, they're, they're like social them. outcasts. <laughs> you're chopping trees down, Clarence. You well, gotta be quiet. No, no, because that's another thing, though. The, the, the Sasquatches like tree knocking. Like that, they they communicate with tree knocking back and forth. So what are they doing wrong? Right? So, so they knock a tree down to mate. There have been a lot of cases of where somebody is is doing something in the woods, like pounding something into the ground or something that's like a knocking uh, noise, and they come upon a Sasquatch because they come out and they're curious about the knocking. <laughs> they're looking around like they think another Sasquatch is around they're and like, they can make with. They're like, oh, fuck, it's uh, Clarence's dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this asshole saying? <laughs> <laughs> we could believe that for you later. Yeah. So maybe yeah, they no, have and they just really. don't talk about it because they wouldn't want to be outcast. Have you that? asked? Have you asked? No, it's oh, never come that's up. one of the rules. You have to ask about Sasquatch to hear the. Huh. I'll well, ask next time I talk to him. There's a lot of people that would. Like, there are people that I've talked to in northern Minnesota who say they haven't said anything to anybody because, you know, then you look like me. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. D O D T I guess I'll ask next time. I, I never have. Yeah, I think you need it. You know, I. When I was in Indianapolis last, I stayed there before the Purdue game, and there was a lumberjack convention. Was your yeah. family there? Uh, they would not go to a convention. I don't. I still the think they were. convention. And it I was, still think they were yanking away. That's a Monty Python lumberjack for the don't record. Don't do conventions. No, no. This was a lumberjack convention. This was a lumberjack convention. If it was held indoors, I don't believe it. Nothing that could have been more lumber. And and it was the night of. There was a huge snowstorm that rolled through Indy and almost prevented the Gophers from getting to Purdue and almost prevented me from getting to Purdue, too. But the whole city of Indianapolis shut down. So I was planning on going out to my favorite spots. But no, the only, only place I could go was the hotel bar. That was literally the only thing open. I, I went around in a cab. I had the cab drive me around in the car to, <laughs> like, close place after close place. Finally, I had to go back and hang out with the Lumberjacks. I have been to Indiana. lumberjacks, and they were all very stereotypical jeans, flannels. One guy had a axes, corn cob. <laughs> he had a like a brown jug on the bar. Three I, don't know how, on I don't know how the bartender allowed this, but he had a jug on the bar and it was plugged with a corn cut corn cob. Of course, he's blown into it, playing some music. Jeez. Jesus, Christ. drinking out of it occasionally. <laughs> 
Wow. Wow. So the bartender was was highly overwhelmed. <laughs> so let me ask you, um, on the forums of the Bigfooters, is there a lot of screenshots from like Google Maps, like Google Earth, that look like there's some weird shit going on that those those quiet cars caught some caught some footage? No, not I, I haven't really seen anything like that. Oh, I feel like that's a gold mine waiting to happen. Well, yeah, but but I just I, that would be too, I mean that would be so hard to it's too see loud. any detail whatsoever, and also just not often they're going to be running out in the open. Usually they're going to be covered by trees, you know. I just remember movie. it caught one time it caught Lou Pinella standing outside of a bar at like two in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> on, on yeah. Google. It's the thing I've ever seen that's... to Bigfoot. I just saw that today. I saw Lou Pinella standing outside a bar like this afternoon. That's not <laughs> that big of a big of a deal. He's just over there at the BFW, just having a heater. There's a Lou Pinella everywhere. There's some guy from GopherHole.com who downloaded this and is just furious that we haven't gotten to Odo Oceanix yet. He's just like, they're talking about fucking Bigfoot. This sucks. What's the real story about Odo Oceanix? They're just talking we'll about Bigfoot there. and Bemidji and pants. There are, there are. Whenever I go on um, KFan, Paul Allen loves to talk about Bigfoot. So sometimes I'll go on, I'll tweet it like, yeah, I'm gonna go, you know, talk Gophers hoops for a little while, and then ten minutes in, and we haven't started yet. We're just talking about Bigfoot <laughs> on the air, and I'll get these tweets from these people that are. Just, some people get so angry about it. It's so mad. Yeah. Go for fan. Uh, There's also 69. a small legion of people. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, tell them to go flat kite. Yeah. <laughs> or or worse. You no, know, I I keep them around <laughs> to keep me tough. Good. That's good. Somebody yeah. to fight with anytime I'm just feeling you know. Yeah, I, I, I I apologize if this is a weird subject because. There's weird people on Twitter, and I've interacted with some of them myself. And most of them are on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, th- there's, this is get, shocking. You get weird people talking to you and like telling you, uh, you shouldn't be drinking bourbon. Or, you know. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. And uh, I don't think Myron Medcalf ever had to deal with that when he was on the beat. I don't think anyone said, you know, Myron, if I was I you, really I don't know that I would drink whiskey. I mean, he, he probably had his own version of internet creeps for obvious reasons and just, yeah. You know, is it weird? I mean, I is that a extent, weird thing? Is it what? Is it like is a it weird, weird troubling type of thing, or do you just like you know brush it off your shoulder? No, it's not. It's not. I mean, I think to a certain extent, I invite it because I I put my personality out there. I tell people that I like whiskey and that I like Bigfoot, and you can't do that and then not expect some people to you know re- react like assholes about it. No. So yeah, thank God just, we're not like that. <laughs> it just yeah. comes with it. It really doesn't. Those, I mean, if you can't get upset about somebody who just. I do have people occasionally. Like I have this one guy who is always every time I tweet anything about booze or being at a bar, he always tweets at me. Seriously, Amelia, I think you have a problem. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake! Oh, God, God. Oh, that would drive me crazy. You know. Oh. I would drink so much more just to spite that guy. I would drink on his front lawn. And then, like, look at Donut on his freshly like manicured I'm better at handling that stuff because it's definitely adjustment when you start doing it and you realize, like, before I got on the beat and I was just doing, like, features and prep stuff and everybody on Twitter who was following me 
loved me because there's nothing contentious that I'm writing and, you know, you're not, you're not like, there's nothing really for people to pick on you about yet. And then I started doing the Gophers and all of a sudden you get this whole like other segment of people. Assholes. They're miserable. Those people that say stuff like that are miserable with themselves. But really, the, the majority they, they want you of to be uh, <laughs> it's easy to it's easy to focus on the the miserable people. But the majority of of like Gophers fans that follow me on on Twitter are fairly tolerable to somewhat humorous. Some of them. So <laughs> I haven't met them yet. So yeah, I'll, I'd love you to let me know. I'm just kidding. The, the tolerable so. ones. <laughs> I'm just. I'm a Gopher fan. I'm just joking. Around. You're a Gopher fan, but not that tolerable. No, yeah, that's the odd. Yeah, no, we're nice. I am. What a actually gets part. me way more than that other miserable. stuff is when I type when I accidentally um, have a typo or I misspell something. Or the other day I spelled site the wrong site, like C I T E versus S I T E. The site in his work ethic, and I used an S instead of a C, and I had. Three people chasing me down about that on Twitter for like eight hours, and that's the <laughs> say sorry. Like, do you know what you've done? I couldn't take it. Strunk <laughs> and White are both dying. <laughs> One of those that people was me, was guys. Like, uh, I hang on your every tweet, and I cannot live in a world with your grammatical errors. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, I get that. The internet's the worst. So, <laughs> he seemed like a cool person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a blast at parties, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Just wanted to have a conversation with him. <laughs> Do you guys want to oh, talk about man. the Gophers? <laughs> right, is that the oh, end of the guest interrogation? Bad. It started... I can't even remember how we got there, but... I It was the win the lottery, your dumbest, most extravagant purchase, and it was... Yeah, all the and we were going to ask her about fight. the Bigfoot stuff, and it just kind of flowed naturally. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of let the podcast flow, oh. man. Let Let's, uh, do you want to finish Time up my, four, my last four questions, or should we get into Yeah, let's okay. finish it up. We got started. Why not? Shotgun round. Yeah, I got to do it. I'll yeah. keep my answers a little bit shorter okay. than the big question. No, That's you fine. do what you say what whatever you want to say. Yeah, we're tired of talking to each other, yeah. so you can talk as much as you want. A lot of um, What is your worst behavior at a sports game as a player or a spectator? Or, or a media <laughs> member. Or a spectator? Or a media member, yes. My worst behavior? Yep. It's probably live tweeting Sid. <laughs> that's not your worst behavior. Well, it could be construed as such. I think you yeah. were you were properly warned I'm about a Sid. Bit guilty about it, but I try to I try to leave it in a you know somewhat tame place. But like I feel like the masses need to know. I mean, they he's do. just the things he says are so humorous. He's 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 a humorous guy. He's unignorable. It's such yes. a trip sitting next to him. Yeah, yeah. unignorable. But I actually had the Gophers. He got up to go get his ice cream or whatever it, last night, and the guy who's had the season tickets that sits next to him on like right after press row just leaned over and he's like, "I have to tell you, I love your Sid tweets because everyone else thinks you're lying, but I hear all these things." <laughs> you got a fact checker. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, okay, what was your very first concert? Uh. Dave Matthews Band. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Are you from Virginia? I'm not a huge Dave Matthews band <laughs> person either, but 
I grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina, yep, and that was just kind okay. of like what you did every summer. They came to the same pavilion, and everybody went and saw. Where the that was my Dave down. Matthews. That's really bad. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> else want to do a Dave Matthews? We've got Stu and Brandon so far. Yeah, it's not getting better. It's not getting any better. Yeah, it's not good at all. I'm sorry. It sounded a little bit like Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's the, it, it's it doubles as my Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what was the worst concert you've ever been to? Don't feel the need to say Dave Matthews just because we started making fun of you there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's. Yeah. Um. Well, at those, you know, you didn't really pay attention to the music all that much anyway. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> kind of festival. Nudge. Kind of a festival. Uh-huh. I'm not saying. Wink, wink. We understand. Um. Worst concert ever. I gotta think about this. Somebody who's. Hmm. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of average shows, but I don't know. If, I can't off the top You've of my never head. Never walked really, out just being like, "Ugh, I can't believe that just happened." Really disappointed. Yeah. Huh. You can pass. Hmm. Let's maybe I'll come back to it later in the podcast. Good. Fine. Let's okay. Last on. one. Uh, what is uh, number one on your sports bucket list? World Series. For which team? The Bra- I would Doesn't imagine the, the Braves. Team. Well, I would like for the Red Sox to be in it, but... The Red Sox are in it every three years. Oh, my God. Yeah, that... It's a new reality. It's a new world order. So the buck- your bucket list is a thing that, that happens a lot? This is supposed to be like a... <laughs> but she hasn't I thought you meant like older. something that I haven't done yet that I, I want to do. Oh, going to the World Series. Like being there for it is what yeah, she yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. At Fenway. See, usually we have Minnesota sense. sports fans. And so, here. I'm not gonna... <laughs> so the Minnesota oh, no, sports fans, their answers are like, I just like the Vikings to win a couple games, man. I just don't want to be miserable. <laughs> I just want to stop being sad. That's my dad. <laughs> I'm tired of being sad. <laughs> my dad just won't talk to people anymore, man. It's there. Nobody, everyone forgets that now, but. The Twins hit a double. was pretty miserable. Yeah, it was a long, they had a long stretch. The twins yeah. hit it. Now, now we're the winningest team in the century. I mean, all right, that's the end of my interrogation. That was quick. That was what the first, like, we were yeah, that was only 45 minutes, minutes yeah. or so, and then we'll move on. <laughs> Perfect. All right, are we recording yet? That was just a warm up. <laughs> that was a good start. Get started on the podcast. I should hit record here. Yeah, let's hit record and, and do this. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk. Let's talk a little gopher hoops, because why the heck not? Why the heck not? You know, I think this week everybody has the same question on their minds, which is, are the gophers in the tournament or not? And they they play Penn State in the first round of the tournament, and then, assuming they beat Penn State again, Wisconsin, do they have to win both of those games to get into the tournament? Are they in without winning either of them? What do they have to do? They're definitely not in now, and I think they probably have to win both of them to get in just because another win over Penn State basically does nothing for their RPI and does playing impress the committee and they need what they really need is a strong win away from home which they just 
haven't gotten yet. So you get that over Wisconsin, and I think they're probably in pretty pretty decent shape after that, not necessarily comfortable footing, but um, I was just actually talking to Jerry Palm from CBS, practologist, earlier today, and he, he said that he doesn't think that two is necessarily safe either. He thinks what? I don't know if I believe in this proctologist. Yeah. Jerry Paul. Yeah. It's one of the best. They need... But he's also, <laughs> so they... I think he's a li- he, he kind of um, sort of plays on the safe side a little bit there with teams on the bubble. But I mean, beating Wisconsin, that's 21 wins in a really difficult conference. I'm confused why that is. That, that's usually for sure good enough to get you in. Like easily, right? Well. P- past years? Is it just a better... They'd have a better record than yep. they'd have a better case than I last mean, year. But they've they? already lost ten games. Wisconsin was potentially mm-hmm. vying for a number one seed, so that's definitely a good win. But at the same time, the Gophers have had you know they're not at five hundred in the league. They've had some bad losses, and they've just absolutely done nothing on the road. So I'm gonna, do you have Jerry Palm's phone number? I'm going to call. I want to yell at him. I'm going to call him up, holler at him. Yeah, just, hey, you just probably... say it right now. Say it over the air, please. Well, no, if here. they beat Wisconsin, they're still not in. Jerry, no, you're I... crazy pants. I think they are, but I think that they, they might still be in, like, the first four deal. I mean, it depends on what other teams on the bubble are doing, too, but there's just not a ton. Of, there's, like, you know, nine teams basically fighting for three spots right now, and Nebraska essentially just took one of them. So yep. by beating know, Wisconsin. Yeah, you if you get some some prize teams that win their conference tournaments, you know, things get a little If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A little shakier, and if you have somebody in the ACC that wins, you know, that wasn't going to get in or whatever. Okay. That's true. There's a lot of factors around this time of year. There's a lot of, a lot of, fa- a lot of moving parts. So, I don't know. I think it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty much up in the air. I think that if they... 
win against Penn State and then lose against Wisconsin, it's it's pretty shaky. Which I'll is, go on the record to say if they beat Wisconsin, I think they're in. But. All right. That's what I want to hear. Palm also said that he thinks that there's this I thought was crazy, but he said he thinks their ceiling is a double-digit seed no matter what, even if they win the conference tournament. He's, he's wow. Higher than a 10. Well, don't they have a, their RPI They would have to go high. through, like, Michigan State or, unless, or Iowa and Wisconsin and then probably yeah. Michigan or, you know, Ohio State. That so then they'd have, what, five quality wins of three on, yeah. Neutral site. That's what helps them, though, is playing in the Big Ten where, you know, you have opportunities. Otherwise, they'd be screwed right now. Yeah, they, if they sure. had a slate full of Penn States and Illinois ahead of them. They'd have a long row. Yep. To be fair, if you want to look at a silver lining, a higher seed is better in the sense that it gives you a better chance to make the Sweet 16 in that you beat you win your first game, you don't have to play a number one seed or a number two seed the second round. Right. Now, that's optimism right there. That is serious optimism. To talk about not only making the tournament, but winning the first round and the chances of making the Sweet 16. I was speechless there for a second. This podcast, you know, completely off guard. up is down, black is white. Everything's happening in this podcast. John's on so much ginkgo balabo right now. Yeah, baloba. Snorting it. I'm seeing it. In between questions, I'm scrubbing the kitchen floor. Ginkgo bonobos. Ginkgo bonobos. All so, right, so I'll go ahead, John. Yeah, I was. We're we're sort of on the same page in terms of the tournament. I I was sort of wondering. Tell us, just tell me how to feel about this season. Should I be disappointed? Should I be frustrated? Should I be overjoyed that they're even in it? I mean, I don't know how to feel about this season because it's been so uneven. I feel like everybody feels like that, because I'm I get such different responses from Gophers fans too. But I think how would you feel? If the Gophers had gone through that three-game losing streak that was Purdue, Nebraska, and Northwestern, if they had done that within the first, like, five games or so, and then after that, um, they beat Ohio State, they beat Wisconsin, they beat Iowa. That would have been pretty awesome. That changes things, right? And there would have been, like, an 80s cheesy training montage playing while it happened. Just like in the background at all times, you would have been hearing this. There's no way out. Yeah. But we're so conditioned as Gopher fans for them to be bad in February that we just that kind of really expected it. That was really unfortunate for Patino because he obviously hasn't been there for the February struggles before, and he was kind of like, what are you guys talking about? But, yeah, and I mean, it. it was like deja vu. It happened all over again. It's just seasonal affective disorder. Must be. It's dark it's and it's cold. Everybody's just so sick of everything. It's right? something because it's not yeah. co- you know it, every coach it happens to every year every team it happens to every year. Holy! I never boy. thought that this team at the beginning of the season, and this would be my pitch for Gophers fans feeling like I guess glass side full about it mm-hmm. is that at the beginning of the season I said this is an NIT team. There's, I think that most people that took like a, a real hard, unbiased look at their roster would say that because it didn't look like they had a front court. You didn't know what was going on at point guard. And, you know. Yeah, none of the positions were settled, and the ones that were were bad. Sure. What's that? 
So, it was, you know, it was a little bit like, well, they don't have any front court and they don't have any guards, but we know that Austin Hollins is playing and we know all about all of his flaws. And we know that Andre Hollins is playing and we know about all of his flaws. This is why I predicted them to win 12 games. So I'm overjoyed at this I point. I predicted ninth in the big uh, 10. So I just want to point that I out. Did. I was the optimist. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I, I copycatted your pick, just for the record. We both did ninth in the Big Ten? You yeah. actually pointed that out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so ninth in the Big Ten, and then they've ended up seventh. So, so I, 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 I think it's a positive. I did the seven. fact that they have a chance yeah. to get in the tournament. And that I thought was an optimistic is, view. So you look at it like that, and and don't even look. And obviously, the Gophers have had a lot of really disappointing losses because when you see that a team <laughs> can play with the Wisconsins and the Iowas, even though they always seem to get a team right before, right as it's heading down or right before it's heading down in the case of Iowa. But in any case, um, when you see they can do that and then they lose like to Illinois and they lose to Northwestern, that's obviously disappointing. But I think that the marks of success of this season are Mo Walker. I mean, he came out of nowhere. He wasn't expected to be he was expected to obviously get minutes just because they needed his body. They needed somebody yep. in there. But no one, I mean, everyone was talking about how he lost those 60 pounds. But I was like, it's going to take him so long because he hadn't been on the court really for like two years, you know, with any meaningful time. And, was, and a brand new body that he'd have to figure out how to use. Body. He's got to learn how to like, yeah. And he's yeah. Canadian. Which he's yes. got us to our mores and culture. And there's that. Yeah. <laughs> got to get used to our different money and <laughs> ways of doing things. Are French Canadian Bigfoot's different? I wonder. Isn't he from? You know, they're they're a little more uppity. Not, not to not to go back down this rabbit hole, but oh, there fine. are. You want to? I'm dying to. <laughs> <laughs> there are like large ape legends, pretty much all over the world. <laughs> There's an Australian. The Australian one is called the Yowie. There's obviously the Yeti, which is more of a well-known. That's in the Himalayas. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> There's um an African one, but I can't remember what. That one's just a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> just a gorilla. That's a I real thing. I actually <laughs> have seen that one. Uh, is I. Pretty sure I've seen. One. No, but it's yeah. interesting. That's where you know Sasquatch is the Native American term, um, and that stuff's kind of interesting too. To look back and you see like these cave paintings and different things of essentially a what is obviously an ape face, a great ape face. But these people never would have seen an ape. If, sure. it, if it wasn't a Sasquatch. So it was, How old is Detlef Shrimp? Have we ever pinned that down? Because <laughs> it might have been him. I mean, He's 600 years old. It's <laughs> pretty old. By the way, these oh, jokes man. also work for Arvidas Sabonis. Arvidas Sabonis is the better example, I think. But yeah, you know what? In the John and Stu, I, I don't know enough about NBA basketball to go back to Arvidas Sabonis. So okay, you know well enough to go with Detlef Shrimp, but... You're going to deny us our Venus Sabonis? It's a simpler times. name. Yeah. I've never it's seen great. Parks and Recreation, but he did. He lived next door to my aunt in Seattle. You haven't seen Parks and Recreation, even though you're Ron Swanson. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen it. No. That's Why great. would I watch it if I am it? 
I've never seen it. I think one podcast we should just go through all of Clarence's family members who are lumberjacks and they live next to Detlef Shrimp in Seattle. And she lived in between Detlef Shrimp and John Rathlisberger. Of I course, yeah, Ratzenberger. The guy that's been in every whatever. single animated movie ever. That's made. the guy. Yep. He, he and he played a yeti in one of them. He did. He did. Full circle. Full oh, circle. It always comes back, back to yetis. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're back on the um, podcast. My God, what were we talking about? I don't know. I... It started on go for basketball, but it went back to Bigfoot almost immediately. <laughs> well, let's go back to go for basketball. I as much as I can. Oh, okay. We we're a... talking about how you feel about the how you felt about the season so far. So was the um, was the Illinois loss as bad as our friend Patrick Donnelly sounded like he was going to jump off the jump off a building at the that end was, of that game? It was that horrible. Was pretty, that was pretty bad. I I I think that that was the game. I would have to look this up. I think that was the game where the Gophers were held to like seven point seven points per possession or something. Yeah. Completely. We don't look things up here. You can actually say whatever you want, and we just consider it a fact. Make it up. So just go for it. They shot four percent from the fly. field that day, as I recall. Four percent. Right. Right. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter is going to yell at me about this. They're going to listen to the whole thing. Nobody's listening to this podcast. Say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, that's. But they were like, it was competitive at the half. Is that right? And they went on some amazing, just awful run in the second half. Competitive yeah, I mean, is a strong word. Thank that's, you. That that's kind of been the problem with the Gophers all year is that they've been able to play in stretches, but then they go through these lulls that that's, I mean, that's where I can understand people being really frustrated with this team because you see them be in it. And then all of a sudden it's like, they just kind of cash out and they're not mentally there. And all of a sudden they start turning with the ball on every other possession and they're not, they're not defending. They're not rotating anymore. So yeah, it's, yeah, I went to the. Uh, I actually went to the Michigan State game um, in Michigan State, and uh, and they were up by ten, and all of a sudden you looked and they hadn't scored a field goal for like eight and a half minutes or some yeah. crazy. It's like what, what on earth happened to you? There wasn't any weird thing that that should have turned the tides like this, but it, all of a sudden they right. were just the worst team in the world. Which and it was like is a weird because game. that was the case with with the team last year too under Tubby. So. You know, there are a lot of the same players still on the team. I don't know if that's, you know. Wait, you can't I, say honestly, we were wrong to blame Tubby. What's that? We, you can't say we were wrong to blame Tubby. We spent so many so many days hating his memory. We need to believe that it was his fault. Yeah, we just do. let us it's have important. this. Do not I, shatter that. I, I do feel like Andre Holland's the reason that he really hasn't taken that next sort of step that everyone kind of expected him to is because of that because he has a really tough time like finding that intensity all the time and there are moments when you see him on offense and he's brilliant and then other points where he just it's like he forgets to be involved or you know just kind of faces out almost for yeah he's got Derek Williams syndrome he's just floating (laughs) right he's like you know and he just he hasn't been I mean that would be the one area where um, he he just hasn't really been what they expected out of him. Where they've had guys like DeAndre Matthew, you couldn't have predicted how good he's been. I mean, even just getting the honorable mention that he did in the All Big Ten stuff today, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know what to expect out of him coming in, coming, you know, out of JUCO and just this tiny, tiny guy. And I 
thought that, you know, Andre was going to be starting back at the point for sure just because they didn't really have another – didn't look, seem like they had another great option. But he's been absolutely fantastic. This really good stat with him, the Gophers are uh, – were 8-3 and three when he scored 10 points or more and 0-7 oh if he didn't score in double digits. Wow. Well, there you so, go. There's your spark plug. Yes. The definition. So – him and Mo Walker, I think, are probably the real success stories. But then on the other side of that, if Andre Hollins had been what people expected Andre Hollins to be, and if Austin Hollins had been consistently what he was in the non-conference schedule, I think you have a mm-hmm. very, very different season here. But, right. you know, so it's it's just kind of interesting because there are aspects of the team that overachieved, but then the, the ones that you thought you knew what this was, you know, those are the – those are the areas that have kind of been up and down. Right. So, but so far, what do you think of the job Patino's done? I think it's. I think that you have to say he's done a good job just based on Mo Walker, that success story, and getting Mo Walker motivated. I mean, he 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 always deflects the um, compliments for that and just says it's all Mo. But you know, Tubby wanted Mo to lose weight for three years and couldn't get him to do it. Somehow Patino comes in and right away this guy drops 60 pounds and then develops as quickly as he has. I mean, his post game is just unbelievable. Like every game you watch him, he just gets better and better. So that I think you have to look at as a success. And then the fact that he's already brought in a couple of guys that look like just make it look like he's a, a very good judge of underrated talent. Like right. DeAndre good judge Matthew. of underrated talent and then finding, developing players, actually. That's one thing that you could for sure say about Tubby. Is there wasn't really hardly right. any examples of that are, happening under him. He recruited really well. I mean, he had a lot of good recruits, but he didn't really think any better, right? Well, see, I don't think that's true either. I think that there is a lot to be, a lot left to be desired with Tubby and his staff's recruiting. Okay. I feel like there were some players maybe that they could have been a little bit more competitive for, but they just weren't. It just wasn't a very strong recruiting staff, and there are people, you know, national recruiting experts across the country who will tell you that that they would get on a player, and um, the player would legitimately be interested, and then Minnesota would just kind of go dark for a while, and other schools would be showing up at the gyms. <laughs> Okay. I hate to say it, but do you think that's a factor of Tubby's age? Just the difference between a guy like Patino that's in his early 30s and Tubby, who it's, just may not have I the passion hard, anymore? I think it's hard to use that as an excuse because it's not like recruiting has changed in the sense that you need to just constantly be on the trail. Like sure. Obviously, Rick Patino gets that, that you can't just take off summers. You know. It just comes with it. If you actually want to get talent, if you want to build a program, you have to be able to recruit. And if you want to be able to recruit, it's just relentless. I mean, even during the season, the amount that these guys are on the road, anytime they have a couple of days off, they're off seeing a recruit. And you have to do that. You just have to do that. So, I mean, you can say his age, but that that's that's just I'm not asking. saying like, he's, I, I, like he was tired or he was, you know what I mean? Because yeah, so he needed lots of naps. <laughs> I don't know, but I I just think, you know, that's probably something. If I'm a Gophers fan, I'm looking at this saying, 
you know, it doesn't matter what happens this year because this guy has already shown improvement in the two areas that it takes to build a winning program, and that's finding underrated talent first because you have to find underrated guys before you can get anybody, any of the top five stars. You're not going to obviously come in and expect those guys to sign with you right away. You're a young guy, an unknown coach other than your last name, and at a program that really hasn't had a lot of success recently. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you can find underrated talent and then develop those guys. That's how you build a program. And he's shown hints of that. I'm not going to say that you, I mean, you, you can't draw too much from such a small sample size either, but he's shown hints of that, that, you know, two areas where Tubby was probably the most criticized. Yeah, I've, I've been really impressed with him so far as well. Um, just being a first-year guy, the program this size, you, you never know what's going to happen. But um, So do you have any sense of um, how his recruiting is going for next year and the following years? And, guys, he's – I have no idea who he's gotten or if it's considered good gets or, or how it, we're looking for the future. Well, they kind of have – I mean, it's kind of an interesting situation with Oceanix now – um, you know, leaving the team or leaving as a player, he's going to be there as coach. Ellenson. And, and then Wally Ellenson, yeah. And so those are two more scholarships that they didn't really know they had. And so they, they have six, is that right? They, they, could have a, they could have an incoming class of six. That's a lot. Holy shit. Yeah, there's only actually going to be next year, there will only be four. This is kind of interesting. One year away from Tubby, one year out, and there will only be four or tubby players left. Oh, that is, yeah. That's Bugs, good turnover. Mo, Elliot, and... <laughs> you run it up, guys, off. It starts to look pretty good. Well, Patino, well we're going to get to that, but Patino... So he's going to have an opportunity to really yeah. put... to kind of, you know, see what he can do early with his players, because that's going to be the bulk of it already next year. Well, he can't use that excuse either. I mean, you hear Kill sometimes talking about how he's still got – he right. doesn't have all his guys, where now Patino won't be able to use that excuse. He's, Kill had no interest in being polite about Brewster whatsoever. No. He does no, not want to be friends with him in the future. <laughs> no, well, he's just said, I don't like these guys. Yeah. The, yeah. the excuse that I would use if I was Patino and next year didn't go so great is that he still – the 2014 class is still going to be really weird – because, you know, they're into the like you know, weird music. Both of those guys are signing. <laughs> what? No, I just said they were in, they were into like you know like. Dude, this know. is actual information. I know. I'm for a making while. a dumb joke. <laughs> to continue, Amelia. I'm sorry. For a while and get you focused. <laughs> yeah. Again. <laughs> Hanson. Um, sorry, I'll be quiet now. Uh. Yep. Totally ruined it. <laughs> I am a fan of the works right there. We got you. 2014 no. class is going to be weird. 2014 because of... class is weird. 2014 class is weird. No. You know, most of those guys are signing in November, and he got the job in April. And so the top tier of guys that he was going after have been recruited by other programs at this point, some of them. For a year and a half, two years, if they're, mm -hmm. you know, four stars or better, like Quan Newton that he was going after so hard and uh, thought they were going to get him. And then, you know, but this was like a 
I believe he was a five star. He's either a borderline five or he's a four. Um, but those guys are hard to get when you just mm-hmm. pop in like that and you're not even coming from a school with a ton of tradition, uh, a ton of recent tradition anyway. Um, and, I mean, in a climate as mi- such as Minnesota, honestly doesn't help some of these kids. So... Yeah. Doesn't help me. I don't want to live here. I've never. I've lived here my whole life. Another another, uh, one of those subjects I get beat down about. So happy to be gone. Jerk. (laughs) Um, So I want. I do want to hear. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. So he had to rush those first three signings, and then I think that those are three guys that could potentially be. Those are. That's definitely like a a non-splashy class. I think mm-hmm. Athlon maybe ranked them 11th or tw- 11th or 10th in the Big Ten in terms of their 2014 signing class. Damn it! Ouch. But but uh, you know Malik Smith wasn't supposed to do anything, and obviously Malik Smith is going through a terrible, terrible slump right now. But he is a huge part in the wins that the Gophers have had this year. And no one expected DeAndre Matthew to do anything. So we'll see if he can repeat that kind of. But I think there are a few guys in that class um, that are interesting and that could be – all three of them, actually, I think could be interesting. Maybe especially Nate Mason, um, the guard from Maryland, I think has a lot of potential and would be just great in Patino's system. So those three guys, and then what they really need is just to bulk up some more – Big men, and they're looking a few different right now. It's time for so, Mo Walker to gain thirty pounds back. <laughs> I think there's some giggling going on over there. No, mm. no. giggling us never. <laughs> I do. Uh, before I forget, I do want to ask about Otto. Um, you know, they, they the announcement was made last week. There uh, was definitely some questions behind. Behind the scenes, some people wondering if there's more to it than what was announced. And Otto somewhat substantiated the claims the golfers were making. Is this case cut and dry? Or are we reading too much into what happened, or is there stuff going no, on I, behind the scenes? When they, first of all, they informed us by sending out a release, the university did, and it was completely out of left field. There were no rumblings or anything like prior to there that. There were no rumblings. And no I whispers. Mean, we Otto had missed two games, and the first game, you know, just kind of walked up to him at the end of the locker room and just said, "Hey, man, are you okay?" Because he'd been struggling so much that it wouldn't have been a shocker if Patino just hadn't played him, and he said started talking about his knee a little bit, and he was just like, yeah, it's hurting me, and it hurts, you know, to run on it. And, and, you know, basically he had two surgeries years ago in Latvia. And, um, you never want to have a Latvia surgery for their... And that's, yeah. no, that's a warning sign. Patino's <laughs> already made those jokes. <laughs> Damn it. Yes, dude. Uh, always beat us. So I am a hack. Somewhere. So... <laughs> Damn. Apparently the cartilage has just been wearing down, and when so when anyway when they first announced it, I thought it was extremely strange because they they had done nothing but downplay it. And we had talked to Patino, and he was like, "Well," he said, 
at the time that he was planning on going with um, Bugs no matter what, that Bugs had just basically moved ahead of him in the depth chart because mm-hmm. Otto was struggling so bad. So he just kind of said, you know, he's struggling. He's struggling because he's hurting, but he's struggling. And then they kind of downplayed it. They made it sound like he was going to be available for the next game. He didn't end up playing for the next game. But, you know, Bugs had also just had his 13-point performance, and why not? Um, So I don't think anybody was expecting that. And then they sent out the release. And I definitely thought it was weird at first. You know, you hear about coaches running a guy off to a certain extent because Mm -hmm. they want the scholarship or, you know, have a frank conversation with a guy about how much playing time you're going to have next year. And, and, and then I think the more that we've kind of talked to everybody about it, it, it's kind of substantiated the idea that maybe, you know, it's, it's, it is a lot more injury oriented than maybe a lot of people originally thought. And I think it certainly has to do with the fact, like if, if, if this was Noah Vonley, it's not the same situation. You know, he's going to get shots in it. He's going to be going to the team doctors, you know, the you know second, third opinions, and they're going to try to get him back out on the court. But considering the situation with what the Gophers are trying to do next year with power forward, you know, I think that, that probably had something to do with it as well. Just how much is he going to play? And is it really going to be worth it for him to be 40 years old, you know, 15 <laughs> years down the road? Or, oh, I thought you meant now. That's more Walker than 40 years old he's, right I mean, now. He, he, he found the Latvian war. He's I did not know that. Holy cow. How does 24? Yeah. Who's older, Otto or Mo Walker? Like a couple of days. Jeez. So... Yeah, I think that that probably played into it. You know, is it worth it for whatever he does? He is going to do to it to go through practice and all the conditioning that Patino and those guys have him do, and to go through the games and not have a huge role and tear up his knee to the point where you know he can't go for a jog or whatever, or like <laughs> run around with his kids when he's older, or do it without mm-hmm. it being painful. So I don't know, man. I mean, I think that's. I was in that position when I was in college, and I knew I could do permanent damage to my arm, and I just did not give a shit. Like, Ooh, I, I played sports. I bet it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's weird. It's weirdly <laughs> responsible and mature. But he's, Ooh, but, but he's also, I think he's in a different, he may be in a different place than you were. I mean, he's engaged now, and... His granddaughter's yeah, wedding is next year. He wants to dance at the so, wedding. Yeah, it's a lot different. He's got to go back and spend seven years in the Latvian military. Like the <laughs> he still in service. He saw Trevor Mbakwe on the cover of AARP magazine, and he wants to. I mean, I understand if you're shot. if you're harboring those dreams that you're going to try to play, you know, for as long as you can, or go to the next level, or play in Europe, or whatever. You know, I think that's a different story. But I think that I don't know. I mean, I don't know. When the season know, is, you're playing six minutes a game for the Gophers. Yeah. Like you know, right. and just how much? No, I mean it's reasonable. It. I'm just saying I'm not. I'm not really used to college athletes being reasonably thinking about their future. Like that's right. no, I definitely yeah, what you're saying. For sure. And I and I don't think that it was. You know, Patino says, "Well, we had nothing to do with it. He came to us." I think there was probably some back and forth there, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit of 
of all those things, you know, all the considerations. But... <laughs> they kept like rescheduling the doctor's appointments. Yeah. It was no, probably next week. He next probably week. saw the writing on the wall when they sent him to a medical appointment with an equipment manager and a first year med student <laughs> instead of a real Dr. doctor. Dr. Nick from the Simpsons. And the writing was in Latvia. Yeah. This is uh, Leo Spachemin. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all on the same page. They, if they lose to Penn State, they're not in the tournament. If they are. If they lose to Wisconsin, they're not in the tournament. If they lose to Wisconsin, they'll be on the bubble. And we all It'll want be an them. Interesting Sunday, yeah. In the yeah, tournament. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anymore because I think there's enough teams that have played themselves to the right side that that would be a rough. Stupid number. We need the administ- We need the athletic administration to call in every favor they've ever. Every hooker they bought for the Iona sports information director that's on the <laughs> committee. Call of which that favor in. Every line of coke for the Canisius president, <laughs> Cut, call it in. Call whatever favor whatever in. goes on behind the scenes yeah. at Villa 7, mm-hmm. just call, call in those favors. favors. <laughs> I can't imagine. Get, get, yep. I, I just now. assume Villa 7 is like the shit. White House in Dallas for the Cowboys yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I just like uh, Clarence dropping an Iona Gales reference. <laughs> I don't know. Where. I think Jeff Ruland just got a quarter for that. <laughs> He, he, Jeff Rulon played for Iona in the 70s. Clarence is all over the map today, too. Iona yeah. references knowing how many scholarships the Gophers have for next year. I know, know things, John. School. I know things. Leave me alone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fine. All right, I'm... Well, I haven't come up with a, my worst concert of all time yet. But I yeah, think so it could, be, it could be two different things. It could but be I like have come up with another... I have come up with another overrated movie. Oh, All right. okay. That's we will pass judgment. Avatar. Never oh, seen Avatar it. was oh. the worst. It was Avatar a terrible movie. An embarrassment. <sighs> I felt bad for everybody it. saying they liked so it because I knew I they wouldn't like it. Yeah. Oh, and oh, here's another one. Hunger Games. Also, I think there's a lot of people out there that would fight me on that one. I was so disappointed Aren't when they I all got like nine-year-old girls though <laughs> that would fight you. I mean, that's no, no, fourteen-year-olds. Yeah. I got to the end of Hunger Games, and I was like, that was a terrible ending. I don't understand the ending. And the person I was watching it with was like, there's, you know, there's two more movies coming, right? I was like, all right, yeah. I never would have agreed to watch this movie if my I knew I was going to nine hours to this. My overriding thought watching Hunger Games was, it's, that's Lenny Kravitz. What the fuck is Lenny Kravitz doing at this thing? How are you going to go, A little distracting, those cameos like that. Nice eyeshadow on that one. Yes. and I I believe Philip Seymour Hoffman is in the... Current one. That's not his last role, is it? I haven't watched. Yeah, there's only just there's one more out, right? Yeah, Catching Fire is one that just was released on video at Target stores. Yeah, and uh, I have not. I think Mockingjay is the uh, third of the three. That's the final. And I think it's split up into two. You do have teenage daughters. You can just admit you know exactly what's going on. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know exactly what's going on with this because both the kids like it. But um, I I read those books last summer in like a week and a half because they're just really. But they are actually they're very you don't very hard to put down, but they're quick reads. So you, yeah, that was like a week and a half of my life. I can tell you that it's better than the Twilight movies because the Twilight movies are just hot garbage. Oh, they're so bad. I don't, but I don't think that anyone ever thought those were. No, good, right? it's 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 smart. It's just yeah, it's it's not yeah, it's it's just what it is. It's it is what it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, yeah, the Hunger Games movie, I. I can't disagree with you, but I really wasn't paying much attention other than it's on all the time. Is it? 
in my house it is. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's, it's like, I don't think I've ever seen it on television. I mean, it's just Steve's obviously I, I have a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old, and they just want to watch kids murder each other. It's just, <laughs> you know, and Lenny Kravitz has also to be in the funny. background. <laughs> They're like, Somebody's- Dad, can we watch Lord of the Flies today? No. No, no nobody from MTV's Buzzbin is in that movie. <laughs> Are you going to get him into Heathers someday? God, Heathers is a good movie. Yeah. In my opinion. So Sure. Old. They'll never want to watch very old. that. I know. Old dad. That yeah. movie's old. Sure. No, I'm. I'm. I've heard that before. Do you ever make them watch yeah. war games? Uh no, I've never made them watch war games. It's a good movie. Yeah. He's got girls. They wouldn't want to watch yeah. war games. That's not a. Why wouldn't they want to watch war games? John, <laughs> how many kids girls. you have? <laughs> I have no <laughs> kids. They're, they're not nerds. Have <laughs> 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 war games. <laughs> 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 Oh, John. It's a good uh, movie. Why it is a good movie. Watch... I just, it's not really in their wheelhouse right now. Why would they want to watch Rainbow? A screen yeah, movie. What the hell? I don't You're get it. 10-year-old like girl. Made you first but not me. That's great. They're into Predator right now. Jonathan. Well, that was a good overrated because I thought Avatar was, I mean, not even overrated, just legitimately an awful, embarrassing movie. So yeah, bad. It was terrible. But I, I couldn't believe how many people defended it, though. Like, I, I wanted every, people just to admit that it was pretty, but the plot was horrendous. It was Dances yep. with Wolves in Outer Space. <laughs> it exactly was that. Jesus, Dances with Wolves That's the whole entire too. plot. You just read, you copy and paste it like different names. Oh, it's horrible. Well, that's a really good stand-in for worst concert. Yeah, that's that's bad. Good audible. I'm going to come up with a worst concert, but I but I think that part of the I don't see a lot of big venue concerts. That's good. Big venue, big venue concerts suck. If you go into a a show where the band is so hyped, it's much more it's much easier for you know things to go badly. Well, have you not? What about like the most disappointing concert? Like, I went and saw Ryan Adams one time, and I love Ryan Adams, and it was horseshit. He was terrible. He was just slow and didn't even finish songs. Was that what he was on? Was he might... on the smack at the time? Is that... He was on a lot of heroin at the okay, time, yeah. yeah. That Looking back on the years, yeah, it was, it was bad. But She might fight you on this. He's a Carolina guy. She, she might get angry with you. I'm not going to fight you about Ryan Adams. I have no strong feelings. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Dean Smith, how do you feel about him? Can we, can we disparage him? Did you guys him? read the story By uh, Tommy Tomlinson? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't read Real it yet. Stuff. It looks it's gonna be too hard. I, I got issues in my family with uh, dementia and stuff, and it's like, ugh, I don't know yep. if I want to open that door necessarily and just cur- curl up in a ball for four hours. I have no idea. Yeah, what I'm you're with you, and about. I got about halfway through. So as yeah. far as what are I you got. talking about? Dean Smith can't remember anybody he's ever met. He's well, I'm glad I brought dementia. it up. I had no idea. <laughs> that's, well, that's now I feel weird. Thanks. But yeah, Tommy, uh, Tommy Tomlinson is a very uh, good Twitter uh, follow if you're into that type of thing. Uh, he wrote a he, he did a long read on Dean Smith, read. and yeah, it's it's kind of sitting out there. It's like, I'm gonna click that tab, I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna feel bad for four hours. Thanks so, for the warning. No, you really know how to close, yeah. Clarence. Jesus. And on that note. And on that note. <laughs> and on that note. Go. Oh, boy. Jokes about Malaysian airliners or anything yeah. <laughs> other, other things I can joke about here. Hey, uh, Amelia, how was the Akotaline show? Oh, it, that was actually really good. They was, were they were excellent live. Okay, was that at the uh, first seven or was that the entry? It was at the first. It was at first entry. It was at Seventh Street entry. Okay, and they um, they moved it because it just. 
I I think this band is actually going to kind of blow up pretty. Because they've just got a really, like, identifiable sound. And they sounded, I mean, legitimately one of the best live bands I've heard. Like, their acoustics were just perfect. Their balance was perfect. I mean, they sounded like, it sounded like you were listening to a CD just being blasted. Maybe it was. Basically, exactly like this podcast. Pretty much, yeah. Sound levels are perfect. <laughs> what uh, what band are we talking about right now? Uh, Codaline, K O D A L I N E. It's not a real yeah. band. Yeah, I believe Codaline. Uh, they're Irish, if I remember it's a right. Song by Paul Simon. No, it's Codacrum, Brandon. Duh, I stand corrected. That's okay. But they're good. Is a- you, I, yeah. I think you would enjoy them, Brandon. They, they've gotten pretty big over in Europe. I think is probably. Oh, I love they're bands so- that are big in Europe. They have really sticky songs too. I mean. Catchy. You listen, you listen to one of those that you yes. listen to it once and you hear it again. Oh, uh, like a... Oh, boy. We have to... I think we should just fade out. Yeah. One of our traditions, Amelia, is some um, acapella singing. So, oh. just so you know, we had to get that out of the way. Yeah, we had to meet our quota. Yeah. Okay. We didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do that. Nobody wanted do. us to do that. Yeah. Why didn't I pull the plug on this computer like three hours ago and just save everybody the trouble? I don't know. I think it turned out well. You say that every episode. You do. I do say that. Every, you, by the end of every episode, I'm depressed. You hate everything all the time. But I think this has been a very I think we talked about the Gophers for maybe seven minutes. Yeah, that's exactly the ratio we want. That was the ratio we were looking for, to be honest. We got so. it all that we, we needed. We got the main stuff. We got Patino, yeah, we got Tournament, the, Auto, Auto. Low. Hookers. Hookers yeah. and cocaine. Yeah. Lumberjacks yeah. and bars in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Clarence I being related to everyone in the world. Whiskey. The slippery Anson. That does it. Yeah, that's about that's right. That's pretty much everything yeah. we want out of a yeah. podcast. Okay, well, it's yeah. 10 15 now. So I do they're... enjoy the podcast where we make an I, effort I'm... to annoy people. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm we have Gleeman on and we never talk baseball. I'm going to my appearance on this podcast, though, because then I'm going to get so much crap on Twitter about. Hanson, I feel. Forward and I, I will have Please. your back. Don't worry about it. You see, Forward everything else us. everyone already knows. They know that I'm a Bigfoot freak, but this was my last yeah. remaining. Oh. Here's the I do, thing, I, here's the I thing do Amelia. Think you think that more people listen to this yeah. than actually do. Nobody it. listens to this. Honestly, you're not going to get any feedback whatsoever. None. I'm just. I'm so done that. joking now. There's honestly, no way nobody that they got all the way down to that. <laughs> no way. No. There's no, no way. Zero. We talked about Bigfoot for. Well, actually, no. I think that was back in before Bigfoot. So there's still. Doesn't matter. Ninety five percent of the downloads are people who are trying to download something else and accidentally download <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. It's, it's John listening to the sound levels and beating yep. himself up afterwards. A hundred of the downloads are me, and then it's a bunch of people who downloaded it by mistake, and then it's my dad. Yeah. That's about it. Yep. But it worked out well. Yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything else before we go here? Uh, does Amelia have anything she wants to plug? Yeah. Go ahead and plug something. Plug time. Um, I do have something I would like to plug. Awesome. Wednesday, we are running a story that I wrote on Daquan McNeil, who is another reason that Gopher should be optimistic for the future. Because I just think, for what he, you know, he was a legitimate FIU recruit. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially not recruited by <laughs> any schools to speak of. FIU recruits yeah. and not recruited are basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he's got a, a absolutely crazy, really, really tough backstory. And part of the reason that Patino wanted to bring him to Minnesota is because 
Uh, he wanted to be loyal to him because he's a very loyal kid, and he doesn't have many people in his life anymore. And um, so he's just really interesting. But I think he's he's an interesting player moving forward too, just because I don't think anyone expected him to do to get as many minutes as he has already. And you know he's he's been pretty solid on defense. Um, for them early on, so you know this is a guy who actually asked Patino at the beginning of the season to redshirt because he didn't think that he belonged on the court, and Patino said, "No, I think he can help us." So it's just an interesting guy. That story's going on Wednesday. Hopefully, you long read. Cool. Nice. Cool. So buy the Star Tribune on Wednesday, everyone. Mm-hmm. Available at your local newsstand or on the street corner that you imagine has a paper machine but doesn't, and so you have to go to the gas station instead. Yeah, there's still little kids on street corners screaming out, get your... No, get your papers! Every time I go looking for to buy an actual physical copy of the newspaper, I start thinking about the the green boxes, that, and you can just imagine one everywhere, in front of every store. It's like when you're looking for one of the blue post office boxes. You can Mm -hmm. imagine one everywhere, but there actually are none But they're never there. Yeah. Yeah. So just go to the gas station. They'll have a copy. Buy it there. You can stop by the Star Tribune. We've got boxes all for the last week in our front entryway as well. 425 Portland Avenue. Buy paper for each day for the last week if you've missed anything. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And if if you have anything inappropriate to send to the podcast, just send it to Randball, 425 Portland Avenue, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It'll get to it. It'll get to us. It'll get to Mike. It'll find You know, I got to... I got a package in the mail at the Star Tribune a couple days ago, and in in hindsight, people afterward on Twitter told me that I shouldn't have opened it, and maybe that's true. Yes, that is true. It was from your uncle. Was it a finger? It was. There was no, no, no note or no, I have no idea who sent this to me, but it was just like a plastic plaque of, Um, oh, I need to... I think I have a, oh, I have a picture of it. Born on a podcast, so it doesn't matter. Of um, yeah. of uh, like a, a of Bigfoot, but it wasn't. It was like a Bigfoot, like a um, like a zombie Bigfoot or something. <laughs> a bionic Bigfoot. I think it was the bionic Bigfoot Sasquatch man. So many classes. Oh, was it? Speak. Was it the six million dollar man fighting six million dollar Bigfoot? Like Steve yeah, Austin? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, what is it's that? it's an old seventies television show with Lee Majors. TV's the Fall uh-huh. Guy. John yeah, thinks your kids will love it. That's what I had. <laughs> great show. I don't see why they shouldn't. Wow. Yeah, that, no that one, I, no I saw that picture. That was that was disturbing. Arrival. As far as I can tell, it did not come with any racing. Yeah, as far as you know, this <laughs> it uh, takes a few days. Wash your hands a lot, and but uh, it's a great it's a great addition to my desk. I I, I like it very much. It's oh, before weird. before we go, uh, just one more thing. Uh, the guy who touched your face on the bus. Are you over that, that yet? one of the weirdest moments. I was legitimately terrified, Stu. I was really okay. scared. Amelia takes public transportation to her Krav Maga class. Yes. Good for you. Public transportation pretty much everywhere. And uh, a dude comes up to Amelia on the bus and just, like, grabs her by the face and just Three says, times. Rand Ball Sorry. or something. I don't know. No. So here's what happens. I'm, I'm Rand. I'm See you at work. I'm standing by the door and... This guy is, like, making his way out, and so I'm kind of, like, you know, like, back against the thing that's by the door, and as he's coming out, 
he like shoves his hand and gra- grabs my face. I mean, like, and I'm going. The You've first got like time, the front just, claw going right now. I'm That's taking what you're off the front I'm face. I'm taking grab. off guard, right? Because he, he he hands up like about my forehead. Okay. And he's like, oh, he's in my head. Like, whoa, he's going for the railing or something. He's unsteady. He missed <laughs> and he got my face. <laughs> but no. <laughs> but no. He recoils. And does it again, but then it's like he's feeling like he wants to make sure that he gets like a good grip on my face, and he and he does it three times. And this guy has a hood pulled over his face and like a scarf high up on his face, and then he's just gone. Oh. And there's all these people standing next to me, <laughs> and this guy goes, "He messed up your hair." <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is kind of like that Lionel Richie video for Hello, but not anything like it at all. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. I'm sorry that we made you relive that. I was was Googling how long the incubation period for rice and poisoning is (laughs) and what I'm supposed to be looking for, and I I was really not, not comfortable until about 15 hours later when... Google told me that I was out of the woods. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Thank God. Bad. I was going to, I've always wanted to play, um, tell us your Google history with guests and have them like, ha- but I knew oh, that nobody I have never wanted to play that. But yours never, would be, ever uh, given our guests. hilarious. <laughs> Bigfoot and rice and poisoning. <laughs> Marie Osmond scat porn. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> wait a minute. Rand's got lot. some weird ideas, yeah, man. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually, that, that would be a great, um, interrogator question. I don't yeah. want to know the answers. I yeah, do not want do to I. know the answers. You, you let people edit out a little bit. It might be yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you can kind of... It'll just know, be a five-minute long beat. I'm thinking that's not going to be included. <laughs> just just 14,000 porn sites. Like, yeah, we get it. Jesus. <laughs> At the end, you I know, your wife's funny. pregnant. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll edit that out, right? Edit no. Out. Nope, we won't. That, that would take work, no, and we're not going to do that. No my chance wife, my wife, I asked my wife recently. She still has no idea what the name of this podcast is. I'm not exaggerating. She has no clue. <laughs> it's for the She's best. like 12 feet away from me in a different room right now and still is like, whatever. Yep. <laughs> do what you want. Yeah. I get two hours of peace and quiet around this fucking house. Go do Yeah, she's want. actually very excited because The Bachelor's on, and I, I just heard her audibly gasp at the ending, so I'm sure she's just having like, the oh. time of her life right now. Just Lord in the dark, Almighty. Bachelor and wine. Just <laughs> so happy. Wants me to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, that's enough podcasting. Uh, thanks for listening, if you're still going. For two hours now. Yeah. Yeah, Holy cow. Right. If you're actually still listening, what are you doing? What are you what doing with your life? With you? Why do you hate yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a life. Start ex- looking for Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good hobby. Amelia, thank you. The only thing that's yes. Left Amelia, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Amelia. And we'll see you bye. We'll see you around. See you bye. That sounded like threat. That was something.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 